Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm OJ's White Bronco. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Grabbing. You're both right. Cue the theme song. I've heard police work is dangerous. It is. That's why I carry a big gun. Aren't you afraid it might go off accidentally? I used to have that problem. What did you do about it? I just think about baseball. Drugs. Hey, nurse. Quick, give this man some drugs. Quick, catch your season, pain. No. Give him a shot, quickly. No. Heroin. Heroin, Frank. Nordberg, that's a pretty tall order. You're going to have to give me a couple of days on that one. Hey. Look at that, the missing evidence in the Kellner case. My God, he was innocent. There's no way for a man to die. Yeah, you're right, Ed. A parachute not opening, that's a way to die. Getting caught in the gears of a combine. Having your nuts spit off by a Laplander. That's the way I want to go. <laughs> All, right. All right. The year is 1988. And the world thought they'd throw from English at me and throw some funny stuff at us with the naked gun. David Zucker written. We got Leslie Nielsen, Priscilla Presley, the juice. George Kennedy, Ed Williams, uh, based on a 1982 television show, follows the adventures of Frank Drebin, played by Leslie Nielsen. Might have an opinion on if an actor could be more perfectly suited for a character or or what. Uh, and Frank uh, starts to uncover a plot to assassinate Queen Elizabeth II. No, not our queen. Not going to happen on... Frank Drebin's watch, or should I say Enrique Palazzo's watch? Yeah, do it. Enrique Palazzo. <laughs> so, uh, Naked Gun. The, what? Go ahead. Yeah. He saved the, he saved the queen. <laughs> he totally does. Uh, so, Naked Gun continued along the lines of kind of over the top slapstick movies like Airplane. Um, that's where I first saw Leslie Nielsen is in Airplane when he plays uh, the doctor on the plane. And he's pretty... And I, I had never seen him. He did... He used to be a dramatic actor from what I, I believe. I haven't done a lot of research, but... Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've he, seen him in old black and white shit. He used to be in a lot of television series and other things like that. So uh, when he did Airplane and he played that straight man... Yeah, too serious, um, which stood out in the comedy as crazy as Well, because playing. the thing that me and Brent were saying when we were watching this is the thing that makes it work is that everybody takes it as seriously as a, as a drama, even though it's a comedy and it's silly and it's got a lot of weird shit in it, it's funny. Everybody takes their job so seriously and the acting, like, is they never, like, fluff off the acting. Because it's, oh, it's just a comedy. It's just a comedy. Everybody, like, commit. It's so funny. Yep. That's the important thing is it's, 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 they're all straight. Like, they're not all straight, but they play it like it's straight, right? And there's some stuff that happens that Colin and I were talking about. The characters notice that things are out of place sometimes, but a, a lot of times they don't. It's just the world, right? Or they ignore it, yeah. 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 Yeah, there's like fourth wall breaking and and it's weird. It's a weird combination of stuff. So 
Um, the writers who were doing Airplane and this um, were, were David Zucker, Jim Abrams, and Jerry Zucker. There was a couple other writers on this movie, but... Um, Pat Croft, yeah. Pat Croft, one of those guys that you... Airplane 2. Yeah, yeah. So um, they kind of rode the wave of this style of comedy because it was just kind of groundbreaking at the time um, when Airplane came out. And no, they, nobody was doing, no one was doing anything like this but them. Yeah. What, putting O.J. Simpson in a movie? Oh! Um, but, like, Airplane is, like, once again, like, there's, like, there is nothing like Airplane before Airplane. Like, nothing. Yep. Like, there's, I believe Top Secret is I, is these guys as well. Oh, yeah. Which which was another one of these. It's, it's, it is these guys. It's some of these guys. With Val Kilmer. Sure. There's some funny scenes Val in there. Val Kilmer stars in that movie. Can you imagine? It's so funny. Uh, we'll have to maybe look at that one down the road. I haven't seen that in forever yeah, compared yeah. to some of these other ones. I do not think it holds up. So, uh, well, yeah, maybe, maybe not. This one first. Maybe not, yeah. <laughs> um, so this movie, the gags they end up pulling are like so cheesy and bad usually that it's almost like you're laughing at the gag, you're laughing at how cheesy the gag is and uh, and that everyone seems like they're in on the gag at, in some time. So it can be a little bit of mental gymnastics maybe to... Um, figure out like what 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 it is exactly that you're laughing at in these movies but you do laugh like i i often i'm questioning like what is it about it that that has me like laughing every time i see it i must have seen the naked gun i must have seen this movie 50 times oh yeah me too and i I know like word for word i like i could recite this movie i could do all the dialogue i've seen it so much yeah, ultimately it's like a set of gags along the way, but there is a linear story that it follows, and I, I, you know, surprisingly enough, there is some character development, so you do end up caring about the characters. Um, at the same time, the tension is not really that high, but they still play with it like it should be, which ends up being another funny part of the movie. Um, and then it's just always back to the gags. I don't know, like this time around... One of my favorite scenes was when um, when Drebin was asked to go to meet with uh, Ludwig, uh, and he shows up there, and the guy's standing up on the the works of the building, and he's like, "Hey, are you Frank Drebin? I got a message for you from Vincent Ludwig." <laughs> and then he starts shooting as he spouts off the message, and Frank's like, "I I can't hear you when you're shooting the gun." <laughs> yeah, he's like, he says that. Uh, uh, don't fire your gun when you speak, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, because the um, guy's like. You're Frank Drummond, and he's like, yeah, and he's like, you suck fucking. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's good. And so then like... I like the inside fight too, where they're like shooting and it looks like the guy's pissing. Oh yeah. From the barrel of toxic waste, all that's great fun. Yeah, and like Frank ends up like get losing, like he gets dizzy or nauseous from the fumes, so he ducks as the guy throws the punch and goes over. And then later on, when Ludwig is eating the hot dog. It's that dude's finger in the hot dog because the ring he had on his yeah. finger was so prominently shown. That took me many years to figure that one out. Yeah, yeah, nonstop, no, Yeah, nonstop. This movie, it's it's every single scene and every single thing contains something. Yeah, it's uh, it's rapid fire, and you don't get sick of it watching it. You can't because it's only like eighty-eight minutes. Yeah, it's super short. And and so like for a movie like this, that would be a must when you're when you're writing it, but. Like I said, it actually follows a linear and and kind of interesting story. I mean, 
it's not it's not just a someone being evil for the sake of being evil. I don't know, Ludwig is a little bit evil, I guess. But hello, hello. I lost you guys for a second. Oh. So my biggest my <laughs> biggest concern my biggest concern with this movie is uh, I just I totally couldn't hear you anymore. Okay, well, did, you not, did you I not get the same? No. no, did you no. not? Oh yeah, no. you were talking, and then I saw your mouth moving, but there's nothing, no sound. So I'll anyway, we're just waiting. Yeah. That's the issue with the stuff on phone. But um, so the one thing I was saying to Brent too before this started was, does do you give a shit about Frank Drevin? Do you care about his relationship with Jane, and do you care if he succeeds? And and I felt like all those boxes were checked off. Like I like Frank. He at the beginning of the movie, I feel like. Uh, he like he's on that mission and he like beats up all the world leaders. <laughs> so we got again. we got Arafat, America, Arafat, and, and um, um, Yasser Arafat, Gorbachev, Gorbachev. Yeah, Gaddafi uh, is there. A bunch of others in there. Uh, Gaddafi is the there. Ayatollah, yeah, the Ayatollah, the Ayatollah is the ring leader. <laughs> he, be- he beats all those guys up. Oh, and, and don't forget, the, uh, don't forget, Pap Schmier is there. Yes, Pap Schmier is there. Who, by the way, if this movie was made today. Could be a could be a Putin. Yes. Yeah, totally. <laughs> In that scene, right? I kept uh, thinking about because I was like, I was like, it's so weird now <laughs> to see Putin and Gorbachev. You're like, that's a, that's a good friend. And then, and then they set it up so that the next time you see Frank, he uh, he's just getting back, and he uh, he's told by is it Ted? Yep. Or Ed? No, Ed. Ed. That uh, he's told that his, his girlfriend or his wife has left him uh, while he was away, and she she married some other man or something while he was gone. Yeah. yeah. So so they set up that he's had some personal um, losses while he was fighting to save America. Yeah. And the, <laughs> all that stuff's very funny. The dialogue's very funny there. Yep. He's like. Uh, the guy was like an East German swimmer or something, and he's like, and he, she said it was the best sex of her life. Yeah. And then he like backs the car up, <laughs> luggage. And then pulls it the whole <laughs> way back to the station. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just little, so I liked little all things that. like I that. All that shit was good. Yep. Um, the case is interesting and mysterious. You know, you can see why um, uh, Juice got this role and kept on getting it. He's got this kind of non-murder guy kind of persona, which is yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't seem like the guy that would kill his wife and her lover. Yeah, he seems more like uh, like fun just uncle like a Juice, lovable, a lovable down on his luck uh, cop. Yeah. So I mean, his the comedy in here with him is is quite quite brilliant. Um, I guess he's actually unconscious for half this movie. So yeah, it's oh, just all physical d- comedy for him. He doesn't really have lines. Yeah, but I love that. I I do laugh at the physical comedy when he's breaking into the boat uh, and he tries to kick the, <laughs> kick the door in and his foot goes through and the crew yeah. can just take their time getting all ready and then he just goes through this comedy of little things as he basically throws himself over the edge. With, a bear, yeah, yeah. with a bear trap on his foot. Um, that that's that's hard to do. What he does on that boat too. That's all very physical comedy. Yeah. Right. With the paint, and he burns his hand, and then he hurts his hand in the window sill. 
Like all that shit. And like, his reaction. Oh no. Not, oh. That's that's <laughs> a, the funniest thing for me is the pain because it goes from pain to like that. Oh no. Yeah. It's a different. He's he fucking is funny actually in that scene. Yeah. It's funny. Oh in the movie. no. Yeah. Because yeah. he gets the pain on his jacket. Yeah. yeah. And then all the stuff but, in the uh, hospital is really great too. And they're talking to his wife. And they're they're telling him all the ways that a man could die, getting your nuts bit off by a Laplander. That's the way I want to go. <laughs> yeah. Or or um, the line about him um, <laughs> being a drooling vegetable. Oh, yeah, that's the end when Ed's like, "Don't worry, when he gets better, he's right back on the force." And then Frank goes, "Yeah, unless he's a drooling vegetable." But I think that goes without saying. <laughs> She's yeah. like, "Oh, Frank." <laughs> And then, like, she has her like, boogie on his arm. Like, there's that humor, too, right? So it's yeah. it's, it's it's kind of the all over the place. Frank's, the look on Frank's face when she's getting upset is funny, too, because he doesn't seem to know that he's doing anything incorrect. So he keeps, <laughs> whenever she has her outburst, he has this look on his face like, uh, what's wrong with her? It's really funny. It's yeah. really funny. He does, that, uh, he does that a lot. One of the other things I've always noticed, I noticed, after multiple views is when his car um he gets out of his car he keeps for brent made made the point that he never stops his car without hitting some object never never that's what stops his car is him hitting something yeah he always hits something whether it's another car or it's a pole or it's uh it's a painting scaffold or when he shoots it it until it blows up yeah, well, so that's what it was, is when he hits the car in front of him and his airbag goes off and he gets out of the car, and then the air, another airbag, that car had the most airbags <laughs> I've ever seen, another airbag comes up and puts the car in a drive, and it comes, it almost runs him down, and he rolls out of the way and he starts shooting at it, and then it blows up, and then it rounds the corner, and he's like, did anyone see the driver? Yeah, did anyone, anyone get, get a plate? plate? <laughs> You see at some point that he realizes that that it was his car. Yeah. And and then he's like, uh, uh, I got to go inside. Uh, question all these people or whatever. Yeah. But you can clearly see that he figured it out. I think it's it, like that type of shit. I think it's that it's like a hard 90% sure because he still has that inquisitive like look back when he's like telling the officer to take statements from everybody. He's like, I'll be... Uh, I gotta go do a thing or so. Whatever he walks in, he definitely knows something's up though. Yeah. <laughs> by the look on his face, he's like, "Something's definitely a myth." Oh my but, god! But uh, if you watch Leslie Nielsen in this, he's brilliant. He's, he's brilliant. That's why I said in the intro, like, could there be someone and a role more made for each other? Like, I would never yeah. think of Leslie Nielsen in anything else but this. No, and he never feels shame. That's one of the best things is that no matter what happens, it's just on to the next thing. And I think that's part of like why he's so fucking great. I'm trying to he think here. Is this right? It, it, it's true. Are, are he and Jane the only two in the movie that say strange things? Because normally Frank is the one saying the strange things and other normal people around him are reacting. I know but, what you're saying, but, but I don't think so. I think Ed does as well. I guess, yeah, he does have some some quips. Yeah, I was wondering if they had done it that way because Jane is about the only other person that is consistently saying batshit crazy things enough to even make Frank look at her sideways sometimes. Um, Those two do the most for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's why they're they're perfect for each other. Yeah, exactly. So you kind of buy uh, it. His his interactions with Ed, uh, I love when they're at the uh, Queen's 
birthday party or whatever and they're frisking people and, and Ed's holding a guy and, and Frank's reaching into Ed's pocket by accident instead of the guy. He's got a yeah. picture and of he your finds wife. Ed's gun. The guy's like, I didn't do nothing. He's like, oh yeah, you got a gun. And it's like Ed's gun. And he's like, oh, uh, what? And then all of a sudden he pulls out the guy's raw. Ed, she's got a picture of your wife. And he just, Ed punches the guy. <laughs> and then Ed immediately realizes it's his wallet. And Frank's like, hey, who else is sleeping with his wife? <laughs> <laughs> and he quickly ushers Frank into the event to stop him from embarrassing him even further. Oh, man. And, and by the way, they leave Ed's gun on the table, and no one helps that poor man who, who Frank tosses aside when he gets knocked out. Oh, yeah. Like garbage. Tosses it aside like he's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> um,. I was gonna say too. It's it's uh, um, before they before they get there to be with the queen. They're having the press conference, and Frank is there to talk about security, and that's when yeah. he has this whole peeing in the toilet moment, which is kind of funny. They drag it on, and then it goes on too long, and then it gets funny again. It's one of those kind of scenes that I'm sure hadn't really been done like this too much before in the past, anyway. But the uh, the police commissioner, the lady police commissioner in this, is Tony Soprano's mom. From yeah. the That's uh, Soprano what Frank show, Frank pointed that out. Yeah, yeah. So, um, she's she does a super good job in this too. She's got to do a lot of disappointed looks, so she has to deal with Frank and his bullshit. Yeah. So the yeah. reason why why it works though, and the reason why it works in a dozen in other movies, um, and I'll just mention a few. We haven't done these, but just I've noticed, like I don't feel like this comedy works very well in. Um, Something like, uh, what's the one with that Charlie Sheen, the air pilot one? Oh, Hot Shots? Oh, uh, yeah. Hot Shots. The reason why I feel like it, this works is because Frank's actually a decent guy, and Frank's not doing anything on purpose. Like, he's got a real genuine heart. He's a good person. He just, like, does things. He's clumsy, He and he's not that bright. Like, the bathroom thing's a perfect example of that. Frank, like, gave an okay speech. He said something off-color, but he saves it in the end. And then he just wants to go pee. He yeah. just going pee. He just drank too much water. Like, he's not he's not doing anything wrong. He's not He's not mean. There's no malice in him. Yeah. He just is always getting in these stupid situations. Oh, he's, he's no, he's... Completely aloof. Yeah, he is completely aloof. Yeah. I, I was so two things I wanted to say. Number one is um, the, was the whole point of his lapel mic not working to to let the audience know that he was wearing a lapel mic and then they could then set up the pissing thing or was it was, that, it was definitely a setup. Yeah. Okay. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. It was to show. Good. So it was to sell that. Yeah, it was a setup for that joke. I mean, there's a lot of the setup for the jokes in this. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but that one, I wondered like, what the hell was the point of that? And I was like, they must have been trying to set that up because it's a little. I, it's I mean, obvious like, to us now. We're more savvy than maybe everything. As well. Everything in Pop Schmear's office. Everything in that office is to set up the joke of Frank destroying all of the oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like he talks about how expensive everything is and priceless it is. Even with the pen, he, like, the very first thing he says about the pen is, is it's impervious to everything but water. And the very first thing Frank does is by accidentally flick it into the fish tank. Yeah, it takes Where, them no time. They don't, they don't kill the joke by, by drawing it out either. They, like, no. they get right to that shit. And then the joke is him spending, like, ten minutes trying to rescue the pen. Yep. And yeah, yeah, the yeah, fish. yeah. 
And then he throws the fish still stabbed with the pen just all back in the aquarium and leaves. <laughs> it's going to be so Dude obvious. Dude would so figure happened. it out later, I know. Like, he was the last person who had the pen. Brent said he should have taken the pen out of the fish and put the fish back in. Yeah, you do, and you probably. put the pen back in the thing. And that guy never knows that it's not. He'd find I mean, that's really something that he just looks at, right? The fish will be floating dead, but like he won't know how it died. Now he'll know because yeah, because Frank was the last one with the pen. The fish thing could be a message, is the way I look at it. Uh, if be. I look and all of a sudden see that you killed my fish, I'm like, oh, he's on to me, eh? But <laughs> if he fucking, I guess the pen thing is an even more step up on that. Yeah, Frank destroyed, and then after that, Frank destroys Ming vases. Yeah, uh, what kind of painting was that, Brent? It's the um. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Who's the artist? Gainsborough. Yeah. It's Gainsborough. It's the blue boy. The blue boy, yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, Fucking ruined, expensive. destroyed, and evidence for the case uh, before yeah, he, he yeah. slips outside and then sexually when, harasses a... Like, who writes that when, note? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that it's is pretty funny. convenient. That note, yeah. That that note is no one writes that note, and also in the beginning when Nordberg's listening on his uh, his his like listening thing, yeah, they say That's like everything good. they can't say anymore to incriminate themselves, and then they say in like two sentences, yeah, yeah, they're like, "Where's the heroin? Did you bring the money so I could buy the heroin or something <laughs> yeah. like that?" But the forty, so funny. the forty kilos of heroin for like whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they but that's then, all okay because it worked. I know, and then they set up the assassination in the same way. They have pap smear in the office, and then he gets the lady um, assistant to come out and almost kill him with the watch thing. So, I mean, they don't get into the science or anything else other than it works. I can make anyone an assassin with this watch. And then they show it a few minutes after that with the doctor who tries to kill uh, Nordberg. Um, and then gets into a hilarious uh, car chase, which was maybe my least favorite set of bits from the from the movie this time the car the that, st- step on it stephanie i don't know wasn't that wasn't uh, as good for me yeah i'm okay with it but my favorite is the uh where he destroys pop smear shit and goes out on the balcony and turns that dick upside down and then he busts oh, in yeah. that woman's uh that woman with a gigantic breath and a bra busts into her like room and then he's like, he's like out of breath and he's like going towards her and she's like screaming. Yeah. And then he always, 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 his first instinct, I guess it would be anybody's first instinct. But the one thing I noticed this time in the movie is he's always hiding things behind his back yeah. constantly. <laughs> he is. <laughs> he's he already is. seen it, but he still puts it behind his back. And then the, <laughs> the mayor or whatever is like, assault with a concrete dildo. What were you That's doing? All of that. I was there getting evidence. It burned in the fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Where's the evidence? Oh, yeah. It, uh, it burned in the fire. All that stuff is funny, um, but for me, it's all about the baseball. That stuff kills me every time. What an amazing oh, yeah. conclusion to the movie. Final act. It's just, man, it's so good. Yeah. I don't, and I don't oh, I, definitely. I don't know like I can't sometimes put my finger on it because he's as an as the umpire the, the singing of the anthem is okay um it's kind of funny but the way that they uh they revisit that joke they fucking they do a callback to it by having everyone think that Enrico Palazzo has saved the day 
like yeah. that's that makes the whole wading through the singing part of it funny and his lyrics to the anthem are absolutely hilarious too bunch of bombs I was gonna say I like the singing because yes he's, he's he has no idea what the anthem is and he blunders his way through that even it's, it's fucking so, awesome oh man it's good and then uh, yeah as yeah, he's calling he the game as he's calling the game he doesn't quite know what he's doing but he might know enough about baseball to get through parts of it and the first three strikes are just hilarious. Takes forever on the first one. Confident call on the second one. And the third one, he's calling a strike halfway to the plate. I love it. But then once again, same thing. Like, he's not trying to, he's not trying to cheat. He just gets swept he's caught up. up in, he's caught up in the, the moment. And the, the fans, they, right? They, take, like, they, they purposely take a moment to show him, like, leaning over the catcher when before the third pitch comes and he's like smiling and he's like looking up at the batter and looking forward like oh my god this is happening I'm here right now Strike! and I love all all his dances he calls it before it hits the, the yeah, gloves there. yeah it's the best yeah yeah it doesn't even finish but he he like that's what makes him endearing you endearing is that he he just he's like human and he just gets caught up and excited and and, and everybody the fans and everyone's cheering and he's a star yeah. And so, like, that's so human. There's something so human about that. It's, and he, once again, he's not being a dick. I love when he's, like, frisking everybody and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. He just grabs people and, like, gra- like all over the place and stuff. And, then and they're he- trying to get away. <laughs> yeah, and he can't let the seventh inning stretch come. So, again, one of my more favorite scenes is when he the catcher, he throws all the balls up in the air for the catcher to get. And after like trying yeah. to get him off the ball, and then the catcher picks up most of the balls and then blocks the base path is so clearly between home plate and the runner, and he's yeah. like, "Safe." <laughs> I just I know, can't. I can't help hero. but melt down. He goes from hero to zero because he's calling everything for the A's. Yeah, well, and then like in the beginning of the seventh <laughs> inning, he fucking goes the exact opposite way, and the fans are like livid. Yeah, it's so good. So here's something else. Uh, it, it, it triggered me, uh, and then it got lost in my head, which is not surprising because that happens to me all the fucking time. Is um, Colin? You talked a bit about Hot Shots earlier as a comparison to this. I found Hot Shots. All of the characters were like Frank. They were all wacky, and everything about it was wacky. Whereas this is more yeah. a few wacky people in a more or less a straight straight setting. You know what? You're totally right. Yeah, you're totally right. Like, that's what makes it not good, actually, and makes it not as good as this, because everybody is wacky. Yeah, you're right. There is no straight man. You can't have two... You can't have... With Laurel and Hardy or Abbott and Costello, one person has to be the straight man and one person the wacky guy. You can't have all wacky. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't work as well. I think, like, there'd still be stuff in Hot Shots I would laugh at, but not after the first time I saw it. Yeah, and also you don't really like that much um, any of the characters because they don't seem realistic. And they don't do realistic too things. Far, yeah. yeah, they're just too far out there. They're just Because there are things, too, that I laugh at in Hot Shots, for sure. Oh, there yeah. are stuff. There is stuff. But I don't care about the... I don't care about the characters. I don't care about the mission. I don't no. care if Charlie Sheen succeeds. I don't care if he fails. Like, I care about Frank, and I care about Jane. And, like, they make it happen in such a short period of time. Yeah, that's the surprising bit. That's yeah, the surprising they, bit. They say after that huge montage of them dating, 
They're like, that was the best first date ever. Yeah, which yeah, is I can't believe another, we've only known each other for a day. Another yeah. hilarious bit. And it's interesting because she's like been told by her boss to get close to him. So she goes the sexy route and is <laughs> boiling a roast <laughs> in his kitchen in one yeah. of his shirts. I'd like throw up. That would be bad. Um, but well, anyway, good. but she she <laughs> sells her her genuine interest in him over the next uh, over the next couple of scenes, and then they go to that date montage that yeah seems like a couple of weeks at least worth of dating that turns out to be just one day, and they got the um, uh, I'm into something good song. Yeah. yeah, this is all great actually, and I think maybe that's part of what helps it not become tiresome with all like because the, the constant barrage of that stuff. It almost breaks it up like with that. It almost feels like um, like a collection of episodes. Yeah. This movie. Yeah. The way that it's like the music, and then you're back into like a new scene with a new thing. Yeah. And then it's like barrage of jokes, and it like breaks it up with that old Police Squad music. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Yeah. I so I was telling this to Brent, but uh, the guys who made this, the reason why the show got canceled. Yeah. Was because uh uh people they 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 said they believe why it worked better as a movie because the movies were very successful and the TV show was a failure is because the jokes are so um visual that if you're talking to somebody or you're getting something from the fridge or you're going to the bathroom, you miss all of the jokes. Yeah. Because if you look at like Frank when he's taking off his like a simple one is he's taking off his uh, his gun holster and it's uh and in the a back bra. of it is like a brassiere it's like a <laughs> lacy yeah just like and the food stuff with the food like every little every every fucking thing there's the stuff so with the much peanuts it's throwing them out the window when they're coming in through the lab and two of them go through the door and Frank just walks around the door frame. Because it's not there. It's it's like so subtle you almost don't notice, but it, it's there. And it's, yeah, and a lot of the times you won't notice it if you're not paying really close attention. So it somehow has this like enhanced experience on um, return viewings, and you just I don't know. Like I kind of said it earlier. Like every time I watch it, there's some new scene that's my favorite. Just something I didn't yeah. focus on before, or I don't know. It, it just has that effect on me. It's. I can't believe. I actually think the second one in the the, the series I, I watched not that long ago, and I think it also is okay. Um, it's more I just of the love same. That scene where he goes swimming in the toxic waste, and he's like, "I love it." Yeah, I've been swimming <laughs> in raw sewage. Word, I love it. Yeah, because the code word for them to come in is "I love it." Yeah, and then the guy's and, pa- uh, patting him down and getting down to his midsection. <laughs> he's like, "I love it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the second one works too and it's with him and Jane again. Yep. I feel like the third one's a fucking disaster. But oh yeah. Yeah. The third one is with the uh Nicole Nicole, Nicole. Uh, yeah, whatever her name is. No wait, I, did, I can't remember her name. Oh but, yeah, Nicole yeah. Smith. Yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And and OJ's in all of these, surprisingly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he does play good Nordberg. I mean, give credit where the credit is due. Yeah. And and all all of the movies, he's he's very likable, not like himself at I all. Mean, what what can't he do successfully? <laughs> yeah. Get away with yeah. murder? Did it. Yeah. Did it. Got away with it. No problem. Wrote a book he, about oh, how he, I did it. Got away with he that. Can't, did everything. Well, he, he can't rob a... He can't steal back his... His, his memorabilia. Uh, memorabilia yeah. in Las oh, Vegas. Yeah. He got... <laughs> Yeah. Sick burn, sick burn. 
Um, yeah, not so good at that. You guys got anything else for for Naked Gun short movie? I don't know. Yeah, no. Colin, do you I want mean, to take us away minutes, today? Right? Yeah, eighty-eight. It, this movie made like three hundred and fifty million at the box office. What? Yeah, really? Yeah, it's it's got like what? a little it, it's got like a little asterisk next to it, but it says the budget was. I guess you know what that could be the whole series actually. Yeah, probably that's the whole series. Naked Gun made hundred and forty million. The second one made way less at eighty six, and the third one made hundred and twenty two. That's crazy. What? Uh, crazy. What a profitable series. I bet you the budget. I bet you the budget twenty. Yeah, like like I said, overall for all three movies, the budget was sixty five, and the last one probably would have been half because they just go crazy for third movies. Yeah. This one would have been cheap as dirt. Just it, it just oh, relied sure. on e- easy gags and and a lot of just solid comedic acting, physical comedy that everyone was required to do in this movie from Jane on down, at least make it look like you're transitioning into your stunt doubles, believably. <laughs> nice also, beaver. They did, they did that. I, re- I rewound like parts where Frank was flipping and uh, people were like getting hit and doing stunts. They hide it. They do such a fantastic job of hiding it. Yep. You cannot tell. You cannot see the stuntman's face. You can never, the wigs and the uniforms, their bodies look the same. Like once again, they put effort into this working. Yep. Like they, they weren't just like, ha ha, this is a comedy. He doesn't have to look anything like him or we, it doesn't matter if you see the guy's face. Or like make a point they to show his face. It. Yeah, make a point to show his face so they know how cheesy we're being. That they don't do that yeah. here. When he's flipping no, his so when he's flipping in his apartment hiding behind the couches and popping up and so like the the stuntman does the cartwheel and and lands flat on their back and then Frank gets up it just it's smooth and it works it's it's like more effort than I thought so they would have well. put in yeah. yeah yeah I was shocked by that yeah the gunplay is freaking horrible so inaccurate Frank never has to reload really and my goodness yeah we're not we're not concerned about this that this is what I was waiting for yeah so and it, that was the real Reggie Jackson. Yeah, he was retired at this point. The the other there was another major leaguer as well from the other team, uh, Sparrowitz. Uh, I don't want to get the name wrong. Sorry. He was retired. Yeah, he he and the other major leaguer was retired. Yeah, when this was shot, and later on Reggie Jackson was coaching, uh, coaching Oakland maybe or, or uh, the Angels, and um, the Queen actually did come. Uh, to the stadium and players were ribbing him pretty hard about that but I don't think the queen was because she'd be like what is naked Ew, get this man away from me <laughs> um, okay yeah so sorry wasn't Colin calling it or did he <laughs> call what do you got bud uh, call it what oh, you... am I calling it yeah sure oh yeah no this is like surprisingly so what, how old is this you said 88 okay? 32 years old yeah is it 88 yeah. yeah. Holy shit, man. So Leslie Nielsen died uh, a couple of years ago, right? Yep. Does anybody know when? I don't. I'll, I can. I don't know either. It was it was like maybe five, five or six years ago. But uh, I remember he did a bunch of this one totally holds up. Canadian. But I remember uh, Leslie did a bunch of movies after this that were in the same vein. Yeah. Uh, that 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 weren't nearly as good as this. And yeah. once again, it was just. That was a spy one he did. Yeah, yeah. That's the one I actually would have watched when it came out because I was so enamored with him 
Yeah, I watched them all too. They're all terrible. Like they were like unwatchable even back then. I couldn't get through any of them. But this one surprisingly holds up. I actually don't know if any of the other movies in this vein would hold up. I don't. I don't know if Airplane would hold up. I honestly don't. It's a good I, question. I, try, I don't think. I I would guess it didn't. Hmm. But it's funny. The characters are all likable. The acting is great. The music is great. It like moves quickly. It's uh, and like it's it's as short as a fucking movie could be. So yeah, I think it totally holds up. Nice. What do you got, Mister Brent? I don't have a lot to add. I think it holds up. I like this movie. It's fucking hilarious. I remember liking it since I was a kid. Like it still. Jokes all still work. Doesn't really feel dated. The humor doesn't feel like it faded. Surprisingly, just- doesn't. Yeah. It's just funny and silly and fucking Leslie Nielsen is probably one of the most likable people on screen ever. Yeah. And can just carry a movie like this. Absolutely. I think, I think without someone like him, like this movie's not half as good. Uh, he, yeah. he oh, makes yeah. this movie. Not that the rest of the movie doesn't have good stuff, but Leslie Nielsen makes it. Yep. And yeah. I love it, man. Holds up for I me believe- 100%. I believe he's Canadian as well. He is born he in is, Regina. Uh, he was eighty-four. Oh, he really? died. He died ten years ago at eighty-four. Holy shit! Ten years ago. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, what do you got, Johnny? All right, yeah, it holds up. Obviously, this go, this could still go down as one of the better comedies ever made. Um, both from a importance to the movie world, with the way the writers made and um, wrote and made these movies. Um, all the way down to the fact that it just holds up on its own merits with the gags somehow still working. I don't know how. You've seen, maybe it's that this was the original and even though by the time I probably watched this for the first time, I would have been 10 when this came out. Um, I probably wouldn't have seen it until I, I don't know if, I, I can't remember honestly when would have been the first time I saw this, but it's great. It's just great. Um Everything, everything kind of works. Like there's no speed bumps anywhere. It just keeps going. There's a linear story to follow. It's easy to follow. Everything is set up and then served to you. And then there's a couple of little stupid twists that you're like, ha ha, who could have seen that coming? Nobody. And it's, nobody would want to because this is way funnier. It just, it's, it's great. hundred um, percent. Great, great, solid comedy. So it totally holds up. Yeah. This, this is what the show is all about. This is the chicken soup movie for me. Like, yeah, like this is the movie when you're sick and you just want to lay on the couch and watch something. Yeah. I, like, this is like, and you don't, you know, you don't want to, you might fall asleep, but you want to watch something you like. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you, and you, you know, you stay home sick. This is the chicken soup movie. Great. It's just a great movie. I wouldn't even say I was yeah. nervous about reviewing this. I was kind of like, it's going to hold up. I, I, and there are other ones I've been nervous about that I had real fond memories of, but just for, I, I, I don't know, like it, I've seen this movie watching it for the show. I watched it like a month and a half ago cause we thought we were going to do it a little sooner, but pandemic. Um, and then like before that I would have watched it the year before and just, I don't know, every time it's good. It's got the nostalgia and it's got the, the good stuff. I wonder if people watching it for the first time today, um, would find it amusing or would it be played out? Yeah, this yeah, is the, that's the second, real thing. There's there's nothing like this being made now. 
this humor is like very unique. Um, I can't think of anything that's being made like this. Can you guys? Like what about the scary movie movies? I know they're not. Are they being made anymore Those, still? They're not. Well, made, I don't think, but they're the same vein. Yeah. Not, like you're right. spoof. That would have been, you're right. That's the closest there would have been to um, like the last kind of iteration of this would have been Actually, scary movies. To tell you, I think there's a ton of bad movies like this yeah. that come out quite often, but yeah. they don't get press. Mm. Um, that they're more like like straight to straight to streaming or whatever, which I guess now is not even a fucking you're straight to streaming anymore. Huge budget, right? But um, I feel like a lot of them are just kind of like lower budget. We'll throw it in the fucking catalog, um, just easy to write because it's silly and they fucking throw it up. They don't realize that they you know you need to show an appreciation for the structure and the jokes, and you need to have someone that can pull this shit off. Yeah, that's right? the a biggest thing. These, a lot of these guys that I've seen on here, like I tried showing Colin one. I was dating oh, yeah. one time that recommended this fucking Marlon Wayans movie. Oh god! And uh, well, she didn't recommend it. She was like, "Let's watch this," and I, I thought she was kidding. And she was like, <laughs> "No, no, no! Like, let's try it." So I was like, "All right, let's see." And it was like, "You're gonna have sex with me, so I'll do whatever." <laughs> what? Almost whatever. I I still never watched The Notebook. I um. <laughs> But I, uh, Coming soon. I, I started. I started that movie, and it was fucking terrible. And what they would basically do is like create a situation, like they would create a setup, and then they would let Marlon Williams do like six different punchlines on it. Right? It's it's that's oh part yeah. Of the, that's part of the thing too. Like I, that that I notice about that that you need to have done well is decisiveness. See where you want to yeah. go, and then just fucking go there. Don't beat around the bush. Don't try to construct more than one joke. Like, the strength of the joke should be on one good punch instead of, like, six shits, right? Oh, yeah. Me and Brent watched, like, me and Brent watched, like, the first eight minutes of it just so he could show me how bad it was. And it was, like, the worst written, worst acted, worst directed piece of straight-to-bullshit ever garbage movie I've ever seen. What was it called? It was called A Haunted House or something. Daddy House or Haunted... Something it's all on Netflix underneath late night comedy. And you I like you, some of those scary movie bullshits, like the the stupid ones with the um, scary house or whatever it was with Marlon Wayans and fucking uh, uh, the guy from um, from uh, the the show. Um, fuck, you're talking about scary movie. You're talking about scary movie two. Is it scary movie two in the house? So it is a scary movie. So, I, anyways, yeah. I'm lost in the weeds here, but I like that shit. It's it's I like terrible scary. on some of this shit. Yeah, I like the original scary movie. I think the original one. I don't know if I'd like it anymore, but they are just making fun of uh, Scream. Well, yeah. and you know why? Partly is because of Anna Faris. Anna Faris is like a, is like yeah. Leslie Nielsen. She she nails this spoofy um, type of yeah. acting. Hmm. She's so all, good at it. But they also the great the reason that one kind of worked and started a huge. Um, like they made five or six of those fucking scary movie yes, things. Of course. The reason why that worked, the original one worked, is because they just took the structure from Scream and just made a comedy that basically followed the exact plot of Scream. Yep. Like yeah, from like beginning a, to end. They even have Doofy. Doofy. Yeah, Doofy and stuff. They, they, and so that's why that worked because it actually had a foundation and a story. <laughs> yeah. And like you know, and they had an ending like 
that was like the only problem is it was the exact same ending as Scream, so you kind of knew what was going to happen. But but it was still funny. Yeah. And they made fun of other movies in there, like The Matrix and stuff like that. So I wonder yeah. if that one would be any good anymore. Yeah, we should do I that. Think, but we I should think given. Yeah, sorry, Johnny. I was just going to say we should also go back and do like one of the horror movies that started a revolution in Scream. Yeah, I would expect totally. that to no, totally not. Scream? Yeah, I would totally yeah. expect that to not hold up. But who knows? Not being a horror fan, maybe I go back and revisit it. And it's kind of fresh and fun. The original one, yeah. I mean, that once again started a whole string of movies and like made a bunch of people actors famous off that yeah. original one. Totally. Yeah. Totally. They didn't go. They didn't go too far. Just to be clear. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. More than more yeah, than me, and less I'm, than Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's a wide spectrum there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Naked Gun, surprised, but very pleasantly so that this movie absolutely holds up. A little tough to get a hold of this movie, so you're going to have to purchase it from somewhere if you're in Canada. Uh, and, of course, VPNs don't freaking work on anything. Damn it. No, it was good. It was easy. I just rented it. It was fine. Yeah. Okay, well, go check it out. It's a really hilarious movie. And, of course, we'd like to hear what you think. It's great that you tuned in. We love it. It's great. We're just dealing with some vacation schedules right now, so we're going to have a couple of episodes with the uh, phones, web meeting stuff. But we'll get through it. We'll get through it together, and then we'll be back with our silky voices massaging your ear holes. Sweet. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Hope you're having a great summer. And, as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.